This is Speaking of Writers. I'm Steve Richards. Brian Weed is far from your typical rock star. As basis for the multi-platinum band Tesla, he's enjoyed the spoils of success and lived the sex, drugs, rock and roll lifestyle to the hilt. But it came at a cost, one that took years to repair. In this deeply honest and utterly revealing memoir, Weed sheds light on the many challenges he faces, including bulimia, weight issues, and the crippling anxiety and depression caused by his conditions. Just like the songs, his legendary band made this is no nonsense blue collar storytelling at its best while revealing the vulnerable human behind the bass guitar this autobiography also offers tremendous stories of life on the road collaborations and encounters with legendary figures like his pals Def Leppard David Lee Roth Alice Cooper and Paul McCartney the book is son of a milkman my crazy life with Tesla we co-founded Tesla in 1982 it became one of the biggest bands in the late 80s and 90s. Brian owns a recording studio by the name of J Street Recorders in Sacramento, California. Papa Roach, Tesla, Pat Travers, Deftones, many others have recorded there. Chris Epting, award-winning journalist and is the author of many books, and he uh, co-wrote it with Brian. The forward is by Joe Elliott. Happy to have Brian Wheat join me now. Hey, man, how are you? Hey, buddy. How are you doing? I'm doing good. So what was the inspiration behind this book, Son of a Milkman? Well, I think it was just I turned 50 when I started seriously thinking about writing a book. And it was mentioned to me early on when I was in therapy with my psychiatrist in, I don't know, 1990, 91. Um, He said, you know, Brian, one day you ought to consider writing a book. It will help you uh, get rid of the stuff you internalize. But at the time, I was only on my second album, and there was really, I didn't think anyone would really want to read a book by this guy, Brian Wheat, from this band, Tesla, who hadn't really cracked it yet, you know what I mean? So enough time had gone by. When I, was, when I hit 50, it was kind of like, you know, that thing you hit 50 and you look at your life. And I thought, well, you know, and I remembered what Ike said to me. And I said to myself, let me take a stab at it because, you know, the band's established. It's been together for 25 something years at that point in time. And there's a story to tell. And I think maybe there people might be interested in, in my story. So that's what inspired me to write the book. Brian, what were you internalizing? Just, you know, the stuff you deal with is, as as a kid or as an adult or anything that you know the the pressure and stress of just everyday life but i mean you know as you read the book you 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 see i was the illegitimate son of a milkman and you know i was a fat kid when i grew up and we were poor and you know kids can you know alienate you if you're not you know like them or of a certain status and stuff those kind of things just things that everyone internalizes your everyday person chatting with brian weed here and his new book is son of a milkman my crazy life with tesla you also had as you just mentioned and i mentioned in the introduction body image issues too you were bulimic as well yeah well you know like i said i grew up a fat kid and then I lost all the weight before Tesla did uh, went out on tour on our first record. So at that time, there was so much, you know pressure to look as good as you could, and 
you know, with MTV and all the magazines and stuff that were out back then, that if I started to gain weight again, I'd freak out and I became bulimic over it. And that's what, you know, that, that kind of was my diet, really. It was sad but true. And, and luckily I was able to overcome it around 1995 when Tesla broke up and some of that stuff was, you know, there, I didn't have to worry about being on stage or being in front of people and stuff. I was able to, to kind of fix that on my own. But for about five or six years, I was, you know, I was bulimic. Let's talk about the anxiety. You had a meeting with Chris Cornell. How meaningful was that to you? Well, you know, I was a big fan of Chris. And I'd only ever met him one time, this time I met him. And I, I was driving him around Los Angeles, and he was doing a photo shoot with my friend Ross South and the photographer. And he just started to talk to me about he was having anxiety attacks and stuff. And I was like, really? Wow, man, I, you know, I've had him since I was 14. And we just started talking about, you know, having anxiety attacks. And I, you know, I was telling him what, what I was taking at the time, which was Paxil. I think he was taking Xanax or, or something like that. And, but he was the only guy up until that point that I had ever heard from a rock band say anything about having anxiety attacks like I, I had. When did you start therapy, Brian? Uh, I was about 26 years old. And it was right right after I got married the first time, and I was making this record, Psychotic Supper, and I started to have these really bad anxiety attacks that were almost like outer body experiences where I didn't feel like I was connected to my body. And... uh it was at that point that I had a bunch of tests done in the hospital, and they came back. I said, "Well, you've got you've got anxiety. It's an anxiety disorder, and you know you can either take you know pills for it, or we recommend seeing a therapist." And at the time, I was you know drinking a lot and taking pills anyways for fun, and uh, I thought, "Well, I don't want to take another pill." That was my rationale. At the time, you know, silly now you think about it. So I chose the psychiatry, which I didn't really believe in at the time. But I'm a strong advocate of it now. Because after going to him twice a week for four weeks, the anxiety attacks kind of diminished by half. And it was pretty amazing, you know, because I wasn't a believer. And now I'm a total believer in, in therapy. And, you know, if anyone out there uh, you know does suffer from anxiety or depression and you can you can afford and get therapy do it because it'd be the best money you ever spent mm. why do you think it's important to shine a light on the struggles musicians like you faced i the reason i did it was i thought about you know me writing a book and i didn't want to write a book just a typical sex drugs and rock and roll book and you know, a book about Tesla, just the band. I thought that looking at my life was pretty interesting. And some of the things that I have to go through, you know, everyday people go through. Just because you're in a rock band doesn't mean you get a pass. You're not exempt. You know, I have ulcerative colitis as well. And 
when I started putting a book together and, you know, putting it out on this timeline, I just thought, well, maybe if I talk about it, just as when Chris Cornell told me about him having anxiety and I went, wow, I never heard of anyone in rock band, you know, that I've talked to all my peers ever talk about this. Maybe it'll help somebody somewhere, you know, in Indiana or something that's a fan and goes, wow, you know, I, I too have ulcerative colitis or I too am a bulimic or I too suffer from anxiety or weight issues, you know, maybe it'll help them. And that's why I thought, well, I'll put it out there. And the other thing is that kind of, when you speak about these things, they're not glamorous things. They're not something that you would expect a rock star, so to speak. You know, that's, I don't view myself as a rock star, but someone else might of having or talking about, they're not very rock and roll. So it was kind of liberating in the sense that you put it out there and let it go. You know, look, I'll tell people, you know, this dark secret I have that I was bulimic or that I have been bulimic in my life, you know, or that I have ulcerative colitis because maybe it'll help somebody. And that's why I put it in the book. And Brian, what's been the reaction, the feedback you've gotten from the book? Really good. Yeah, no, the, the 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 book's got really good reviews and people like it that it's in my word. You know, you can tell it's me me speaking, telling my story in my, in my language, the way I talk. And uh, it's been very good. It's been very positive. I've had some people reach out to me, you know, um, you know, through websites and stuff. The van's website, you know, they suffer from anxiety and thank me for you know sharing and stuff and and that's been rewarding that makes me feel good that you know i made someone else feel good by being able to share with them we're talking to brian wheat his book is son of a milkman my crazy life with tesla i'm gonna go back to 82 when you co-founded the band was there a moment brian in 1982 or earlier when you knew that hey we got something pretty good here pretty cool yeah, yeah, I, I I felt that way when I met Frank. Once I hooked up with Frank and and we started playing together, I thought, wow, this is pretty cool. And then when Jeff joined the band, Jeff Keith, the singer, then I thought, well, we really, you know, I think we really got a shot to get a record deal. And it's funny, you know, I, I told everybody, you know, look, we'll get a record deal, this, that, and the other, and people just, you know, laughed and said, go get a job, and, you know, all that kind of shit, you know, because people can't conceive it. And you've got to believe in yourself and envision yourself doing these things if you want them to happen. So I just kept my chin down and kept moving forward. So I, I would say it was about 1983, 84, when when that happened and we got signed in 1985 i'm sure you've had a ton of memories can you talk about maybe one or two favorite memories of the band over the years well obviously getting our first gold record is a pretty pretty good memory yeah and being on, being on tour with Def leopard on that hysteria tour which was a huge tour was a, a a nice memory the band getting back together in 2000 after being broken up for five years was a real good memory. You know, that was a nice magical night and everyone was 
all firing on all the cylinders and and uh you know we've been going now 20 years so it's it's nice you know those are some good memories there's there's so many i mean you know and then there's obviously bad ones as well way more good ones than bad ones (laughs) i mentioned uh collaborations and encounters in the introduction. Uh, Def Leppard, of course, you just mentioned being on the Hysteria Tour. David Lee Roth, Alice Cooper, McCartney. Any favorite ones? Well, meeting Paul McCartney was really special for yeah. me because I'm of the opinion that on the eighth day, God created Paul McCartney. <laughs> so he's my hero. And I, I got to meet him a couple times, and he was really nice and personable. And, and that, that, was, that, was, that was pretty pretty much a pretty good highlight. And finally, Brian, what would you like readers to take away from Son of a Milkman? Persevere. Mm. Never give up. You know, don't give up. There's a wall in front of you. Climb over it. Knock it down. Figure a way to get through it. Whatever. Don't let things detour you. Brian Wheat, the book is Son of a Milkman, My Crazy Life with Tesla. Thanks for joining me, Brian. Thanks for having me, buddy. Take care.